I feel very restricted. Oh, don't fall over, dude. That was that was dangerous. Yeah. It, the chair is has a swivel. <laughs> One of those things. It's kind of exciting. Well, I feel like it's been a while since we've been in the studio. It's been a while, and we have a new mic. And we have a new mic, new technology. We're testing this out because when you go to the Holy Land... Yeah, what's it called? Well, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. I'm saying in Spanish. Oh, okay. Uh, When you go to Jerusalem, you're going to be recording there with Father James or with another friend or... Yeah, yeah. With me, maybe? You're coming to Jerusalem? (laughs) No, I will be here in Austin, and we'll maybe we'll do a we should do a Skype a Skype, uh, Skype podcast. Cash. I think that would be cool. Yeah, we just got to learn how to do that. So it'll be easy. We're millennials, dude. We can figure it's it out. It's true, and we'll just Google it, and we'll get frustrated that there's not like an easy way to do it. And then oh we'll my gosh, to... there's never like when you look for a how to on YouTube, there's never an easy way to do it. And That's why people have how to, and it's but it's never exactly what you want either. Yeah, it's always something totally different. Well. Not always. Well, I looked up like yesterday. Stuff. I looked up how to store an Apple Pencil. Store? Yeah, because like the so. (laughs) Probably shouldn't. Whatever. Go ahead. Uh, No, so someone uh, pair staff bought me an iPad Pro as a going away gift, which was awesome. Yeah, dude. I had to reach Uh, deep in my pockets for that one. It was. It's beautiful, ah. dude. Uh, it's a 12.9 inch, Whoa. 256 gigabyte. Tell us more. Tell us it's more. It's beautiful. And they also got me the Apple Pencil. Yeah. Which is sweet. And I like opened up the Adobe Draw app on there. You can like write like like it's like a pencil. It's or a pretty pen. nice, it's man. It's pretty sweet. Um, but I'm really afraid that I'm going to lose this pencil because... It's a pencil, and yeah. what do I do with pens all the time? Dude, I, I know I lose them too. So you just you can just hook it onto the side of your iPad, right? No, isn't there like a magnet strip? Yeah, or but well, maybe I just haven't looked and seen oh. if I could do it or not. The how-to video wasn't helpful. Then, I well, guess. it's no, they showed that you could do it, okay. but it like would fall off sometimes. Oh, interesting. And and. Y'all are also nice enough to buy me the keyboard that goes along with it. Well, we're not going to do it halfway, man. No, we don't do anything halfway here no. at St. Louis King France. Um, and and so uh, with that keyboard on there, I don't know that it has enough magnet magnetivity. Ah, uh, I see. I magnetic see. force. There you go. The magnetic field is not strong enough. The magnetism. If any of my uh, EM professors... you got to get some of those rare earth magnets, but that would screw up the iPad. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, I was YouTubing something yesterday, and I found a solution, I think, and I've got to order the part. I might do that. It requires extra parts? Well, it's just like a little, like, sticky thing that usually goes, like, on the outside of, like, a a notebook. Yeah. I might actually buy two of them and use one for my notebook journal thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. But it's like a little loop that's kind of... Oh, yeah. Classic. Anyway. Cool. Well, I'm excited for your trip. I think it'll be awesome, and it'll be cool to get a couple episodes... And then those will be like the last ones that you do with us until you do them again with us. <laughs> well, they'll be the last ones that I do uh, probably uh, formally a part of the, the group here. The but, staff, uh, yeah. But I, So I think the plan, I don't know, uh, this is up to you and uh, whoever our new mystery co-host is going to be. I think I've said it before. Oh, really? Alisa. Alisa Molina. Molina. She's yeah. awesome. Um, 
you know, I could probably do like Maybe once a month or something before. like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 We'll. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, I want to lean on the table, but uh. you can't, Tom. You can't. We're using a mic that's not on a boom arm today because uh, because <laughs> in uh, in Jerusalem I'm not going to have a boom arm right. probably. I think and... as long as we don't slam on the table, we'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> if I'm gently resting, I think it'll be okay. Do you want to gently rest too? No. Ah, oh, fine. All right. Um, I was going to say something. Yeah, I don't read mine stuff. Oh, I was going to say, this episode has to be minimal editing because I have to get it to Krista in like two hours. <laughs> All right. So don't say anything stupid. <laughs> All right. So um, so something happened earlier this week, right? And you wanted yeah. to, you came to me, you were like, we need to do a podcast episode about this. Yeah. So I just had an experience of talking with uh, someone that I know and care about um, who who has kind of um, left the church in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but hasn't really left well it's like sort of is praying Mm -hmm. on a semi-regular basis and i don't want to get into too many specifics probably is going to mass on a a pretty regular basis um but is is like why should i follow some like these moral teachings really uh and it's such an interesting it's really it broke my heart to talk with and it was just it was just strange it was a strange experience because this person is very, very, very well formed in their faith, like one of the smartest people that I've met, mm-hmm. knows a ton about the faith, right? Like, and and so, uh, I don't know. I thought it would be interesting to kind of talk about what do you do there, right. like because because uh, you know, I, and, I, and I told this person this. I was like, "There's nothing you can say that'll make me stop loving you," mm-hmm. right? Um. And I also said, there's nothing you can say or that I can say that you don't really already know. Right. You know, I, yeah, there's kind of this like weird, um, yeah, this kind of weird, um, reality there. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It, it just kind of, uns- it, not, it wasn't unsettling. It, it was just kind of. Well, I don't know. Maybe unsettling is the right word. Why was it unsettling? Why was it unsettling? Yeah. Was it because, like, this person had all sorts of formation and then still decided to leave? Or because you didn't have anything to no, say? Or? Yeah, well, I mean, there wasn't much just, you know, yeah. like, like I think it was very clear, like, the, the kind of um, radical freedom that God gives us yeah. in these, these things. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was, uh, we talk a lot about virtue mm-hmm. here at the school mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, you kind of, it's like, how do you, uh, this person was striving for virtue, right? Uh, but it was, I almost got the sense that it's kind of actively turning like away, you know, actively like not choosing virtue even though like his inclination is almost towards virtue yeah right you know because like when you do good and you when you you've acted virtuously for a long time it's a habit right and so um there's a there's a habit that's built up of that kind of stuff and don't don't get me wrong this person has not left all of those habits you know like of course this this is not a terrible person right of course uh it's just kind of a um you see kind of this slow 
decision to go, okay, I'm going to go against what I know here. Yeah. And I'm going to go against what I'm even feeling here in a way. Yeah. For the sake of this other ex- experience. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it's weird. Yeah. This is so interesting because I mean, when you, when you brought this to me, I was like, well, yeah, I get that. Right. Like as someone who, I mean, maybe you felt this, maybe not. Maybe some of our listeners have felt this, maybe not. But like sometimes um, we're told to like do the good so much and, and we're constantly trying to do the good that we're like, well, these other people get to not do it. And they're yeah, fine. Right? And the sky doesn't fall down on right, them. Right, exactly. Like, like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's going to be okay. Like, I'll be fine. There's confession, right? Or, or well, I don't even know. Like, right. Or like, like, you know, I don't even know that I believe in God. So why should I? Exactly. You know, I, there's. Yeah, when we see these external things, they can put like doubts in our minds, right? Like this person acts this way. They don't, they seem to be happy and fulfilled. Yeah. Like. Yeah. What's up? Why can't, why can't I do that? Why right? can't, yeah. Why can't so, I do this? So, I mean, it. It made me sad too, but when you said this to me, but I, I also kind of, I hear what this person is saying and what they're doing. Um, there's kind of like this in all of us, this like desire to rebel a little oh, yeah. bit. Right. And it is, I don't mean to like, uh, make this person sound like a child or anything like that, but like, there's this, like, I want to rebel against this, this rule and this, what I know. Yeah. Um, and whether it's because you really don't feel fulfilled in it. Or because you don't know if you agree with it, or because you just want to, right? There's a lot of different reasons that. Um, anyway, so I, no, yeah, and yeah. I've had that experience. Oh, I remember, yeah. like, when I was in sophomore year of college or something like that. I remember saying to myself, or in junior year, when, um, and or summer, summer after junior year. Sorry, it's very specific. And uh, I remember just saying to a friend of mine, like, I think I want to go get drunk. Yeah. Right. Like, and I, I, and I expressed that to this guy and he was like, why would you, yeah. why would you want to do that? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and, uh, uh, and I, I didn't right in part because I talked about it. Right. Sure. Like, right. But, uh, but there, I, I had that experience of like, why shouldn't I, you right. know, like what, what would happen? You know, I want that experience of or whatever. So I can, why do we, why do we want that? Yeah, why do we want to rebel? Why do we want to prove truth wrong? Why do we want to prove? Well, is it because we want to? We like want to make our own truth. Do you think it's like we're like we need to be? It's concupiscence, right? It's just it's sin, and we need to be the masters of our own destiny. Or is that just like overthinking it, and we're just ridiculous people every once in a while? No, I think that there's something. Well, I mean, I think we are ridiculous every once in a while, but, oh, but oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's also kind of a uh, desire to, uh, well, I mean, I, I always go back to this catechism quote, man, let trust die in his creator. Man, let his trust die in his creator. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so like we choose against those things that we know are, are good or, or we want to, we, we are looking for satisfaction in ourself rather than. Or in the, you know, we want to define what satisfaction is to us. Obviously, it ties into the drama of, of sin um, that we want to do it for ourselves, you know? And, and we don't, there's part of us that God is not enough for us, you yeah. know? There's part of us that says, like, we don't believe that He's enough for us. Yeah. Like, I've given my life to this person, right? In my faith and in my belief. I want part of it back, yeah. you know? Uh, that's, that's the, like, that's the drama of sin. That's the struggle. That's the constant tension. 
Um, when you when you started talking to me about this, it made me think of um, the word fulfillment. Yeah. Did we talk about this at all? Mm, no. Okay. Well, so when I think this way, like when when these thoughts that that your friend had, like when they happened to me, um, they're always rooted in some sense of restlessness or some sense of like this isn't enough. I don't feel fulfilled. And so, I mean, just call me out when I say something wrong here, but I'm always like, what is, what does it mean to be fulfilled? Like I was reflecting on that question. Um, and I think we, I think at first it seems that fulfillment means like we are, we are a part and we're missing part of ourselves and God comes in and fills that part or like whatever comes in and fills and makes us whole, you know? The God-shaped hole in our heart. Yeah. We hear about that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily wrong, but I think that it lends itself to a a bad understanding of what it means to be fulfilled. That God is fulfilling, or that that God is like... Filling up a hole. Right, right. Which he does. Like, he he completes us. He he reminds us who we really are. Yeah. But, like, there's this... I think there's this understanding that we're going to be satisfied. Like, it's all going to be okay. I'm going to put my faith in Christ. And immediately it's going to be okay. And life is going to be good, yep. right? Well, we know that it's not, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, I, I'm like looking for an apartment right now. And it's like the most, I mean, it's a small example, but it's like the most unnerving, restless thing I'm doing right now. Because yeah. it's like, oh, I like don't have a place to live after July. You know, like I got to figure it out. If you know anyone, if, you, if anyone has any affordable apartments that they'd like to suggest, I'm taking, a, yeah. taking suggestions. Tom will also take a... A frog room, finished room over garage. I learned that word. Dude, I would totally take a frog room. I'd also take a frost room, finish room over storefront. I think that would be really cool. So yeah. I live over. I don't except know except for if you wanted to like. It has to be a coffee shop. Ah, so that the smell of the beans will wake you up in the morning. That would be great. They'll, they'll get there at four a.m. Tom's gonna be a, a early riser. A morning person, dude. Anyway, so there's this idea of fulfillment where I, I think that we understand it to mean like... Coffee will fulfill you. Yeah, like I, it's going to fill me up, man. And it's going to be good. And I'm going to go to Mass and I'm going to do all these things and life is going to be good. It's kind of the prosperity gospel. Yeah, no, it's... Right? Yeah. I went to Joel Osteen's church one time in Houston and it was like, you just keep putting money in the basket. Everything's going to be good. And if it's not good, keep on coming back and put money in the basket, essentially. I'm boiling down his message. Sorry, Joel. If you listen to our podcast, I apologize. It was it was kind of ridiculous, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Will has his head in his hands. I'm alienating listeners. I'm sorry. No, I. <laughs> okay. You're exactly right. Anyway, so I was thinking about this, and well, first of all, what do you think about my my what I'm saying about fulfillment? Yeah, no, I think that you're exactly right. That that um, the type of fulfillment that we're looking for is a deeper fulfillment than a uh, just kind of this. Um, everything's going to be okay materially or, or, or even emotionally or quite frankly, spiritually in a sense. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, what, what came to my, my mind when you said um, there, there's this hole, right. And mm-hmm. we, we, or this is the metaphor that there's a God shaped hole in our hearts and God is going to come fulfill it. Well, I, I was thinking about that. It's actually kind of the opposite. That, um, yeah, that, that, that can be a helpful metaphor, but it's more like 
what Augustine says. Our hearts are made for God. And they're restless until they rest he made in, us. Yeah, right. in God. Not yeah. God. I mean, God comes to dwell in us. Don't We're, we're about to celebrate Pentecost. God yeah. does. The Spirit himself makes yeah. groaning, right? But in him, right? It's more that we're incorporated into him exactly. than he is part of us. And it draws us out. So That full, that full quote, which I, yeah. one of my college professors was like, everyone loves this Augustine quote, but no one gets it right. Yeah. It, it starts off, you have made yeah, us for, for yourself, yourself, O Lord. Lord. Yeah. And our hearts are restless. Yeah. Because it gives us like cyclical motion. Like God set us on a journey so that we'd come back to him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and yeah. that's the beautiful part. Yeah. But, so that is exactly what I'm going to say. Like, it's not... So I, I was exploring the internet. I was like, fulfillment, right? Because there's so much... Go to YouTube and it's like, get a six pack in 15 days how to make a million dollars in three months like all this stuff like <laughs> yeah dude, the six pack the six pack in 15 days is not gonna work it doesn't work with this you, keg dude and when you work at a parish it doesn't it doesn't happen <laughs> people just bring you baked goods and sourdough bread literally someone brought me a loaf of sourdough bread it's awesome i haven't <laughs> tried it yet but it's like a stop bringing us gluten it's huge bring like, us vegetables. Huge. no i love it i'm gonna eat it and i <laughs> I love gluten. Hashtag. I love gluten. Anyway, so you go online and it's like all this stuff, right? How to make a million dollars. How to be the best whatever, blah, blah, blah. And in all of it, you're just like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm sitting there going like, this is ridiculous. I buy into this too, that being fulfilled means to like draw things close to me. Even if you don't, even if you don't um, like ascribe to that way of thinking, like because if someone said to you like, what does it mean to be a good person? You wouldn't say... Oh, to have everything in the world. Right? Yeah. To be fulfilled. Or to be happy. Right. right. Yeah, I mean. We all know it, but we all don't. We know these like things are going to make us happy. And so in in my search, I found this video by this guy, Simon Sinek. You might know him. He, yeah, Power of Why. Yeah. And a couple, a couple of months ago or whatever last year, he had this video on millennials that kind of went rampant. And he's got this video on fulfillment. And maybe I'll insert some of the audio here. I hate the whole self-help industry, right? How can you be happy? What are the five steps you can follow to be a millionaire? What are the seven steps that you need to get the career that you want? You know, me, 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 me. What about helping the guy next to you? What are the five steps that you can do to help the person next to you lose some weight? What are the seven steps that you can follow to help the person next to you find the job that they want? Do you know how we get fulfillment? You can be happy because you did things at work. You can be proud because you did things at work. You can be excited because you had a big success at work. But you know how you feel fulfilled at work? When you do something for someone else. It's the only way we get that feeling. It's the only way we get that feeling. You know why the statistics say that over 90% of people don't feel fulfilled by the work they do? It's not because of the job. It's not because of the pay. It's not because of the benefits. It's because we don't help each other anymore. We sit in our cubes and we work. And anything that we turn to anybody is because we need something. We need to get something. And yet we don't put ourselves out there simply for no other reason than to help somebody else. But in it, he's talking about being fulfilled doesn't mean having it all he says being fulfilled means giving it away Hmm. and like okay cool to be a good person you have to like give it away and he's talking mostly about like giving money to people poor people and stuff like that people on the street but what i heard in his talk is giving away like human connection Hmm. giving away ourselves and so it's exactly what you're saying that we've got this incredible power inside of us 
and fulfillment is not drawing more things into that power. It's, it's giving this power away. And so I'm not saying that your friend didn't do that. I'm not saying this person didn't, didn't, you know, give, give him or herself away because I'm sure they did. Um, but I think the restlessness and the, uh, and the like propensity to sin is because we, it's like giving ourselves away in a, in a, in a, uh, what do I want to say? Like a, a broken way. Yeah. Like it, it's just, a, it's a, uh, yeah, no, no, it's no, a no, manipulation of, yeah, I want to give myself away, but I'm going to do it in I'm a way that's... in a terror, right. Whether it's like in, in pure actions or whether it's just like partying and being ridiculous or whatever you could, you can really like, yeah, you're grasping for community. Yeah. You're grasping for community in wrong ways. Yeah. And so, and I, and I can say for myself, I know I'm talking a lot here. I'm sorry. Cut no. me off. But I can say for myself, when I'm down in the dumps, the last thing that I want to do is come to church, not because I'm embarrassed to be with God, but it's because I'm embarrassed to be with my community. Because mm-hmm. being with people who know me and who can tell when I'm off, that's going to force me to face my my demons. That's going to force me to be like, uh, I need to I need to go to confession. I need to figure this out yeah. or whatever. Um, so community is the antidote. Yeah. I think. Giving ourselves away. True community. Is the, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was just what I thought of when you... No, I well, I think that have I melted exactly... your mind? <laughs> no, no. Well, actually, I think that it was a really good insight well, that you, you led me to. Thank you. Oh, right? well, I'm just a shepherd, dude. That's no, you mean. led. You, I think you were going that path, and I just picked up your tracks there. That uh, you know, you have made us for ourselves, O oh Lord, and we're, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. That it's it's more like you know, the God shaped hole is gone, right? Or yeah. it, I mean, it it's going towards God, right? Um, and I, it, but that's almost perfect. like we are the whole in god but that would say god is imperfect that's bad no, theology. no that's terrible theology <laughs> that no our fulfillment is in god yes right yes and that's what that whole metaphor tries to say but it, it kind of misses the the point because it's the it's not the motion i mean god comes to us that's the whole story of salvation but so that we can go to him right so that we can also go to him um and i think that that's exactly right I, you know um you think of most of the sins of the world, right? It's something to do with community. It's yeah. something that you're striving for some type of community and you're will and this is I mean, this is my life, right? Like over and over again, I'm just, I'm looking for community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do that in a way that doesn't actually bring me into authentic community. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather it kind of, I cut myself off from that community. Yeah. And so the antidote is community. community. That's sin, dude. Sin is broken relationship. Yeah. I mean, in Genesis, it's broken relationship. Well, that's really interesting. So uh, moving from like the what it is to the what might we do or what might someone do if they encounter a person who's struggling in this way. I don't think it has to be a person who... Who's like uh, kind of was in the church and has gone away from the church or no. anything like that? But I, I do think that that's particularly pertinent because a lot of times if someone hasn't heard the gospel or if they've never lived it, um, they're they're kind of in a different space as 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 far as evangelization goes, right? Because yeah. you you it's like a whole new world, right? Yeah, you yeah, and uh, and that and that's a that's a beautiful thing. You invite them into it and that's exactly what you should do. But with someone who's already 
been practicing for a long time and then is kind of falling away. Um, I think that community is like, that's the thing, right? You're not going to tell them something that's going to change their mind. No, and that's, that's why I think like your response to this was the best. Like, okay, you're having a tough time with this. I'm not leaving you alone. Yeah. Like I'm not leaving you. I'm going to be here. Um, we can't do anything other than that sometimes. Right. Because especially if someone already knows, knows the gospel, quote unquote, right? Like if they've been converted, if they've had their 4 PM moment or whatever, 3 PM moment. Yeah. Um, we can't do much more than that. Like all we can do is be there because that's what, that's what Christ does. He became incarnate to dwell with us to be there. Yeah. So that's the, that's the answer just to sit in that space with people. Which is like, doesn't sound like much of an answer because that's tough for us. Cause it's like, what's the timeline on this? What's the, what's, what's the solution? Like, when are we going to be done with this? And there's no, there's, there's no answer. There's no right answer. Yeah. That's, and that's really tough. But you know, I had this thought too. Uh, this person comes through this mm-hmm. and returns to the faith. Wow. Like what a grace this will be. Right, that that's the hope for which we're we're striving yep. right now. Um, I mean, it's yeah, it's. I know this is so cliche, Christian cliche, but it's the prodigal son moment, you know. Yeah. Like, but it's. It, I mean, it's not even just. I'm just talking about yeah. So it would be the prodigal son moment, but I'm just also thinking of like. This is going to be, this is going to serve as a way that people other people are going to be converted a moment. God will yeah yeah you know yeah. like um i don't know i mean i certainly hope that that's the case um in the providence of god and it might take a long time um, mm-hmm. it might take many years mm-hmm. it might take a lifetime yeah um, but i think the key is to be in order to be a good partner on the journey uh, it, it is just being, being there. with those people, with yeah. these people, and having other people be with us. Because sometimes we're we're that people, we're this person. Yeah, you know, you yeah know? of course, like, we all do it. it yeah. Um, There's something beautiful and authentic about being able to say, "I know this is true up here in my head, but like I can't, I can't convert it. To, like I can't make it happen. Why can't I make it happen? You know, that's the." The living it out part. It's where we always find uh, the difference. Well, I guess that's the thing, though. Um, I don't know. Uh, how do you help someone know? I know we've just already talked about this community. But okay. when they're sitting in their head and they don't know it's true anymore, what do you well, do? They, yeah, or they like start to have big doubts. I know. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, so we have... We're, we're close to being done, but whatever. We... We have these baptism classes that we've we've made once a month, and there's only one session. And before there were multiple sessions, and that was good for like building community and getting people plugged in, but <clears throat> bad for pe- getting people to the sacrament. And I was teaching it last Saturday, and I was sitting there, and I was like, I'm talking about baptism with these people, but I don't even know if they believe in God. Yeah, there's such a di- like. How do you? How do you start to talk to somebody about God? Yeah. Yeah. How do you start? To, Especially mean, if they don't even care, right? You could start with proofs for his existence, but they could be like, listen, I don't care. Yeah. Why should I care? Why should I care? Right. 
So I think that's why, because they're not going to learn that in a classroom. They might learn it up here in a classroom, but they're not going to, they're not going to enculturate it in their heart yeah. in a classroom. That's why we need to walk with each other. Yeah. That's why we need authentic to be. witness, right? I mean, it's the Paul the Sixth quote. Yeah, man listens more readily to to witnesses than he does to teachers, and if he listens to teachers, he listens to them because they're witnesses exactly. first. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, so uh, hey, this is the Being Church podcast. Thanks for listening. We love you. We're praying for you, and we'll see you next time. If you like the podcast, please rate us on iTunes and uh, give us a share on Facebook and your other social media. Thanks and hat and go be church. Sure.